Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the BMU podcast. My name is Joella. And I'm Suma. And we're here back again to continue our love series for the month of February. Um, If you're new here, we started a series last week catering towards relationships and all things godly love. And we started off last week with, you know, just talking to our men about, you know, just being a man after God's own heart. And this week we're here to sit down our ladies, you know, like we're here to cater to you guys and what we think, you know, certain things that as ladies that we should work on and things that we should just apply to our life um, styles as we are, you know, in that age, maybe when we are looking for or um, or wanting to pursue a godly relationship. But one thing we really want to talk about today was where our heart desire is, um, you know, coming from. And um, one thing that me and Suma were talking about earlier was that um, God is the one who gives us our heart's desires. And I think a lot of the time we hear that one verse, Psalms 37 verse 4, and it says, um, the light in me and I will give you your heart desires. And we just assume that, oh, God is going to give us, you know, what we're after. God is going to give us what our heart is yearning for, but God is going to give our hearts what to desire. And that's where, you know, we miss that form of communication. And we just assume that God is just going to throw in our direction what we are, um, are running after. And that's where we're here today to like, really like break down and talk about the real tea behind like, you know, God giving our hearts what to desire. And I think it's just really important as young women, not even young women, any women to just like have the same desires as God wants for you because then you won't be looking elsewhere. You wouldn't be in the position to settle. You wouldn't even want us to settle because you know that's not what God has in store for you. God always wants better for you and God always wants more for you. And when your eyes are fixed on God and your hearts are desiring the things of God, you won't settle. And one verse that I always go back to is Psalm 139, 23, and it's search me, God, know my heart, test me and know my anxious, test me and know my anxious thoughts. Because sometimes we have things hidden in our hearts that we don't know, or, or like they're not revealed until we're put into certain situations, especially in relationships. You won't know that, oh, I struggle with this. Oh, I'm actually lonely. That's why I keep going back to these same people. Oh, I have this problem. Just like there's a lot of things that like when we don't put at the feet of Jesus, we won't know. And they can't be revealed to us on our own might. We can't, we won't know these things about ourselves until we ask God, God, why am I still getting stuck in this issue? God, why is this same thing reoccurring in my life? Is this of you or am I just allowing somebody to have access to me in a way that you don't want them to have access to me and I don't know how to cut them off? And I think sometimes as women, like, we just get stuck in the idea that, like, there's a lot of sayings that we say, like, oh, if you wanted to, we would, or right person, wrong time. But, like, at the end of the day, like, I don't, I used to believe in right person, wrong time, but it's, like, right person, God's will, you know? Like, is that person in God's will for you? Is that person supposed to be in your life? It's not every day right person, wrong time. Oh, they'll come back when they're, um, and maybe, I, I think, you shouldn't base your judgment off of that statement. I think you should base your judgment off of the Bible, you know? Like, we shouldn't base our judgment off of, like, oh, like, he needs to take time and work on himself, and then we'll come back. And that's the case for some people. But when you're rooted in, like, those, like, statements of the world, that is just not how you're supposed to live your life. You're supposed to live your life on what God says. And sometimes, unfortunately, as women, we fall into the trap of 
what the world says and it's hard because you genuinely do care about people and you love people and you want the best but you can't put yourself in a position to like that aspect hurt you mm-hmm. if that makes sense um <clears throat> i think also lies down to where our heart posture is at as well like are we at the feet of jesus are we after the things that god you know wants for us or are we just you know kind of doing whatever we want and <clears throat> i feel like sometimes like we could be at the right place you know with all the right skills with all the right equipment with all the right you know necessary necessary things to um you know be able to be in a good relationship or not be at the right place or with the right person and i bring me to the story of peter when um jesus was crucified jesus um rose up and peter was like well i'm just gonna go back to you know being a fisherman and he went back to fishing and when he was um fishing at the sea he wasn't catching anything like nothing at all but then um jesus appeared and he didn't even believe that it was jesus but jesus was like cast your net to the right side and Peter did, and like his net literally was full of like abundance of fish that so he couldn't even pick it up. It, his net was about to break, right. and it just reminded me that like sometimes we could we could meet the right person, and they could be saying all the right things. They could carrying you know good attributes. You know, he could be um, you know taking you out, buying you things, saying the right things. You know, like doing what you want to see, but his heart is not for God. He's not a man after God's own heart. He doesn't even go to church, doesn't even pray. He's not even um, pursuing God's plan. We we love everything that we're getting from them, but it's like something is missing. Like, I don't know what it is. I don't know why I just can't connect to them because they're not at the feet of Jesus the way that you're at the feet of Jesus. And the reason why you're, you're at the right place with all the right equipment, but you're not catching any fish is because Jesus is not involved in that relationship. Jesus is not at the center of that relationship. So I think I think we really do have to remind ourselves that Jesus has to be in the center of our relationships. God has to be at the head of these relationships. They have to, the person that you're after needs to find you at the feet of Jesus because God has to be at the center of it all. So I think like first things first is where we are at, our heart posture. It has to be at the feet of Jesus for us to be able to have a healthy relationship with, you know, someone. So, yeah. Yeah, I really like what Joel said. And I, you said first things first, so I'm going to say second things second. But (laughs) the second thing second after what she said is I think we, as women collectively, we need to scratch the idea of potential believing in the potential of somebody, believing that somebody will be the person that you want them to be when in reality, that's not who they are. What they're showing you is who they are. So take it for what it is and move accordingly. We have this idea in our head that we can fix people and we can change people and we can mold them who we want them to be and like how we want them to be in our life. But that's not how things work. And it's it's a hard truth, but it's it's the reality because at the end of the day, you're just going to end up hurting yourself. And then you like you get to a point where you like start to despise this person. But it's like you created this fake um, idea of them in your head. So they showed you their true colors. And then you you took that and you altered it to what you want to be. And now you you despise this person. And it's just hard because it's like when you I think a lot of us we see potential in people because I see what you have I see I see what you can like do with everything that God's blessed you with I see the potential in you and that's great to see but operating in somebody's potential will not get you far it will end you and um you'll end up being hurt and 
it was a couple, it was last year in our, one of our Bible study se- sessions when we were talking about seasons and cycles. And somebody was like, how do you know if like you're in a season or a cycle? And it's like, it's, nothing is coming of this, at least with seasons. It's like, oh, like it's going to be winter for a couple of months. But after that, it's spring, then summer, you know, like things are what things are getting better. What happens in spring? Stuff blossom in summer. Like things are fun. Things are great. Things are amazing. And then like obviously in winter, like things are like, you know, all the winter is in the Midwest. Like it's it's cold. It's it's a lot. But like at least with the season, something comes up of it. Cycles. What is a cycle? Round and round and round and round and round. You know, you keep getting stuck in this round and round and round and you're wondering, guys, is this a season or a cycle? Nothing's coming of it. If this person, nothing's coming of this person. You want to hold on to something so bad because we have this idea that we can change people and we have to let that go. We have to let go the idea that we are not in control of um, our own lives and other people's lives. And that's one thing that I had to work on. I I had a control problem because I want things to go my way and my way only. If something doesn't go my way, then my whole world is shaken. That's not how it should be. Like I should know who is in control of my life and I should let him have reins over my life. Not me trying to control what I can control and like, like, and I'll be like, oh, like, yeah, God, you're in control, but I'm doing everything in control. That's not how things work. And it's a hard truth, but I had to realize that. Yeah, man, that's that's one thing that I think a lot of Christian um, women do. Like we get lost in the potential of what could have been. We have to open our eyes to the reality, y'all. The reality is a lot of these men are not ready to be faithful, to be able to lock into one person. But we're thinking, well, if they just do this, if they just, you know, just start pursuing God just a little bit more. I just know that they just, they're going to be a great man. They're going to be this. And that's the truth. They ha- they hold great qualities to be great men, to be, you know, men of God. But where you're at right now and where they're at right now is two different spots. And that's why the Bible always pushes us to be equally yoked because it's so important. Because if you're after a man who is, who is nowhere near, you know, where you are spiritually, they're going to drag you down. Now, you're way way back and you used to be way way forward and i think um that's why it's just really important to not settle to not allow allow um you know the world to just you know influence your decisions or influence what you're looking for in a man of god you know what i mean and a lot of the time i also think that we do kind of like try to do the man's job by by like you know kind of like directing their path towards us and that shouldn't be the case you know we should not be running after men men are men are the ones who pursue us you know that's why the bible says that um what isn't that a man who finds a wife finds a good thing like you are the good thing the man you know is after you so i just think that um as women we should not be like making it too easy you know it should be uh it should be like a a hunt, you know what I mean? So yeah, I just I just feel like settling right now, like it's it's such a big, big, big conversation in the Christian community because it's like, well, I don't want to have a list full of too much, but at the same time, like I don't want too little and then receive it something quick because I didn't want to wait. And this is what we were talking about in Bible studies a couple weeks ago, is how like your list 
like your Starbucks drink, whatever, could be filled with so many ingredients. And the person who's behind you just had like a little coffee and they got that drink before you. And you're confused on how they got that drink before you. And you're wondering, well, I was there before them. A lot of us have been there before before other people. And yet, <laughs> and they have gotten their blessing. They've gotten their man, whatever the case may be. And they're happy. But you gave God a list. This, this, this. I want a prayer warrior. I want a leader. I want a man who is a provider. I want a man who's good with children. I want a man who is who is financially stable. You, you're asking God for this, this, that, and the third. And you're mad at him that he's taking his time? No, y'all, let's lock in because... We're telling God that we want all these beautiful things and then we don't want to settle. But then we see something pass by. We see the devil plays counterfeit in our lives. Let's let this idea of potential go away. My words are just falling <laughs> into each other. No, yeah, that was great, Joel. Um, and I think that the idea of potential and all this like things that we create in our head Loki can start to be like an idol. We're making these things idols in our life because how is it that you've been, you have your detailed list, but what Joel said, your counterfeit comes by and you're throwing yourself out there. You're throwing yourself at them. You're giving them everything of yourself so quickly. And it's, it's disheartening to see, especially like amongst women, because it's like, why is it that it's always like relationships that you see that's when like it will change people because the devil knows how to get people especially women like we live in a generation that's very lonely and we see so much love on social media online everywhere you go like promotes not even love lust because that's not love love is stated in the bible and everything we see is not love we just see so much of that so we have an idea of what it's supposed to be, but we need to, I said this in the last pod, but it, it applies to this one too. We have to go back on what the Bible says love is. And we just have to like, if you have that person test their fruits, these people have no traits that you actually want. So why are you entertaining them? Is it because you're bored? Even it goes back to the verse, Lord, search my heart. Show me what is, what I'm struggling with. Show me what I'm dealing with. Show me why I keep going back to these people these people that are not sent from you and it's crazy because i feel like a lot of times we know it's not from god but we still will go after it because we believe we're bored and we believe that god doesn't have anything better that's what we're saying to god when we're constantly going back to that same man who will speak to you maybe once a week (laughs) his phone is not on do not disturb he don't want to talk to you (laughs) he don't want to talk to you you know and it's real like that's real that's the real reality people don't want to admit that but that's the truth go back to the biblical truth and set your go like just scratch all the ideas you have of love and it's hard because we see so much i myself had to realize like whoa this is social media love like it is not normal for a 21 year old to be flying you out where did you get the money from you know like if we're being honest, like we see so much stuff that's not true love. It's lust. We have to know the difference because when we get the two confused, then when we get in a um, godly relationship, we're like, wait, why is he not doing this? I saw so-and-so do this for her. That is not in the Bible, you know? Yes, I want a provider. Yes, I want all these things. But go back to the actual biblical truths. That should be your first and foremost thing, not the things that we've seen on social media that um, is the newfound love. And especially in the month of February, like it can sometimes be like, like disheartening and a little sad because it's like, oh, like when is it my turn? And it's like, jokingly, we said 
I don't know if this was a bouncer or was in conversation with somebody. I was like, as a Christian girl, why do you want to decorate a telly <laughs> for Valentine's Day? But like low key though, like why do you? It's these things that the world has promoted and presented. And it's like, I want these things, but is that for me? Is that God's will for me at the end of the day? Yeah. Are you decorating a hotel business? <laughs> But yeah, this is so true. Like our hearts will find so much satisfaction when we align it with God's purpose. Like our hearts are, if we're looking for what God has in store for us, if we're being filled, if we're allowing our hearts to be filled with what God has planned for us, we would never be disappointed. We would never allow these these quick, 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 you know, um, relationships, sandcastle love situationships to, to tear holes in our hearts if we were aligned with the purpose that God had for us. A lot of Christian girls, like, have... I've had heartbroken, whatever the case may be. Like you, you've been through hard to hard stuff, but the Bible says, "Created me a new heart." God will create in you a new heart. Like I think we we are scared of getting our heart broken. I've never got my heart broken, and I don't want that to be ever my 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 portion. But there's girls out there who have gotten their heart broken and have built so many walls up to prevent that from happening again. Instead of asking God to create in them a new heart, a new heart that will heal, a new heart that will have rest, a new heart that will find peace, a new heart that will be able to love again in a healthy way. And and I think that's also why most girls go after toxic relationships because toxic relationships are quote unquote fun you know they're not real they don't have to actually invest into it you know you have your one two one two nighttime conversations and you can go your way but real relationships god godly relationships require work it requires giving a piece of yourself it requires breaking down the things that you know are kind of like you know that need work and and that's what you talked about like the fruit of the spirit Test these fruit of the spirits with the person that you're talking to, or the person that you're in a relationship with, or the person that is trying to pursue you. Are they, are they, um, you know, kind? Are they gentle? Do they have self-control? Are they loving? Like all these things that the Bible says is not a joke, but it's it's for a reason because that's how you brew a healthy relationship. That's how you continue to maintain something that is godly, that is good, because you're matching it with what the Word of God says. In um the new testament i don't remember the verse but i know it's in the new testament it says that build build your your house on a solid foundation and when the winds and the waves may come and crash it will not tumble because you built your house on the rock you built your house on the foundation build your relationship on the word of god build your relationship on what god says a healthy and sustainable marriage or relationship should be like because yeah. when you do that the winds and the waves may come girl we know we know that relationships come with tests and trials god is going to give you sustainability he's going to give you a stable relationship that you can be able to stand strong and stand firm on what that man is saying we said we want a man to leave we said we want a man to um pave the way for us you know what i mean to create a strong foundation a strong family so we can be able to submit to them but if we're after men who are even shaking on their own rock that, <laughs> that they're standing on, why would we want to go join them on the rocks so both of us can fall? <laughs> no, let's lock in on one rock that is firm in God's word <laughs> and not something else. And also um, <laughs> in 1 Peter 3 verse 13, it says, who then will harm you if you're devoted to what is good? You will not be heartbroken if you're going after or allowing people to come into your heart that is that is good. If you're allowing these counterfeit men to come into your art, come into your life, if you're allowing all these one, two, one, two, 30 second relationships to enter your life, you don't think you're going to get hurt. 
Of course you are. But the word of God says that if you are devoted to what is good, they won't harm you. So like, let's just keep that in mind. If we're devoted to what is good for ourselves, we will know what is right and what is wrong. We will know what to go after, what to allow to, to enter our lives and what to cut off because not everything is good. Not everything that shines bright is a diamond. Hey, not everything that shines bright. Tuh. Tuh. Get that diamond. <laughs> Get that diamond thing and test that man because not everything that shines bright is good. Joel, you ate with that. But yeah, there's just a lot of ugh, false love and just fake love in our generation and things that just need to be broken down and realigned and this, that, and the third. But at the end of the day, we always just need to give it to God. Give God that relationship. Give it to God, all these things. And just, just know what you're getting yourself into because at the end of the day, like we are all going to be accounted for everything we did on this earth. And I think that is one thing that we always forget too. Like it's not just a relationship. It's just it's not just a situation. It's not just a talking stage. Like you're Every interaction you're giving yourself access, you're letting someone have access to you. And it shouldn't be taken as lightly as it is in this generation. Like, yes, it's just dating, but is it just dating? Like, I don't know. I think we just lost the sense of like seriousness in the area of love and lust. And that's why people, everybody's in broken relationships and fallen things because we don't know what the truth is. We don't know who the truth is and we don't know where to find the truth. But I'm just grateful that God, like, is a God of restoration and a God who, like, will still make good things out of things that may seem broken. And especially, like, if things in your past have, like, been broken and all that stuff, like, there's always restoration. There's always, you're never too far gone. Joel said it earlier, but that you're never too far gone and you're never too far away from God. And he will always restore and he will teach you how to be who he wants you to be at the end of the day. Yeah. My ladies, please listen. We have to make God the most important thing in our lives. Like that's when so much joy in these relationships come because God's at the center of it all. You're enjoying your relationship. You're you're enjoying the fruits that it's bearing because God is the one literally planting those fruits for it to grow beautifully. And I think it's okay to not to not be in the same relationship that your worldly friend is in. Yeah. It's okay if they're getting roses and all this stuff. Like it's okay because we're waiting for what God has in store for us. Like we're waiting for 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 our coffee, you know, our 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 caramel macchiato, whatever the thing that we got is. We're waiting yeah. for it because we know that we invested into that. You know what I mean? We told them what we want. We were specific with it. Somebody next to you probably got their quick drink because they wanted a quick drink. But as Christians, we shouldn't want a quick, you know, answer. We should want God to take His time with what He has in store for us. And yeah, that's the one to one to I have to add. I I just think that. When it comes to like just being a woman of God in this world and wanting a good, healthy relationship, it's hard because, like I said, like these men are the problem. But I think uh, we just have to be patient, and it's hard to be patient because you see all your mates in relationships. You want to get married in the next two, three, whatever years it may be. Yes. But let's not try to force God to work on our time. Like I said, our hearts have to be aligned with what God has in store for us, so then it all can be made beautifully in His own time. 
Yes, that was perfectly said. Thank you for closing it out nice. I don't know if I can top that, but um, that's all you have to say. Yeah. Thank you guys for watching the pod. Thank you for tuning in to BMU The Pod, our relationship series in the month of February. I hope you can take this and apply it to your own life, and we will do the same trust because it's not everything that we always say, it's not just for the podcast is for us ourselves because this is like real life conversations that we have on facetime probably a little too much but <laughs> every other day but thank you so much for watching i hope you guys have a blessed week happy valentine's day week for those who are going celebrating <laughs> and not celebrating <laughs> we'll be celebrating next year Amen. Amen. bye guys <laughs>